We're back to episode 110 of the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to chat all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer. We are celebrating the work of Jack Kirby this week on Marvel.com with Kirby Week, and thus... We're incredibly honored to talk to Jack Kirby's granddaughter, Jillian Kirby, who helped create the Kirby for Heroes campaign to help comic book creators. Join us as we welcome Jillian to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. Uh, I'm Sana Amanath, Director of Content and Character Development, and I am solo today. Uh, Judy Stevens has abandoned me. I think she's off on some uh, cosplay adventure. Um, but we've got a, a really special guest today that I'm really excited to have um, joining us, uh, Jillian Kirby, Kirby, who is the granddaughter of the legendary Jack Kirby. And for those of you who have never heard of him, um, I'm sure you've been, that means you've probably been under a rock for, for some years. Um, Jack Kirby is uh, one of Marvel's most prolific, most really famous artists. Is he's responsible of creating um, our biggest heroes and characters from Captain America to the Fantastic Four to Thor uh, to just to name a few. Um, so in honor of his 99th birthday on August 28th, uh, we are celebrating his accomplishments this week. Um, and I would say specifically the fact that he's the grandfather of such a young, talented lady like Jillian herself. Um, so with that, Jillian, welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast. Hi, Sana. Great to be here. Yeah. So you come, um, first of all, uh, you come from a really amazing, incredible legacy. Um, and uh, you are also doing uh, a lot of things to uphold that legacy, uh, namely running a charitable organization. Um, and mind you, for you listeners out there, uh, Jillian, is, is, you're still a senior in college, right? Yes, going into my senior year. Oh, my God. And yet you've been running this organization for how long now? Um, I founded uh, the Kirby for Heroes campaign in 2012. So this is its uh, in fifth year. And when I founded it, it was in honor of uh, what would have been my grandfather's 95th birthday back in 2012. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about what, what your intention is and what, what the program is all about. Uh, so the Kirby for Heroes campaign is basically uh, a way to raise money for the charity, the Hero Initiative. And what the Hero Initiative does is it uh, takes the money that is raised and it gives back to people in the comic book industry in need of medical and uh, financial aid. So um, basically when I originally founded uh the campaign, Kirby for Heroes, I wanted to do something to honor my grandfather's legacy and really do something that I think he would personally support. And definitely giving back to those in the comic book industry that have like given us, like the readers, like so much enjoyment over the years is something that um, I think he would really uh, be proud of. And he would uh, definitely uh, support the Hero Initiative and all of its like charitable work uh, today. Um, so yeah, it's it's in its fifth year right now. Um, so far, uh, we've raised over fifty thousand dollars for the Hero Initiative, and we're looking wow. to raise 
Uh, and this year, this summer, we're looking to raise uh, $25,000. Uh, hopefully, we can do that. And um, yeah, so basically, there's uh, when I originally started out in 2012, kind of started pretty small. Um, I reached out to comic book retailers, uh, primarily in uh, California, where I'm from. And uh, basically, on August 28th, uh, that year, it would have been my grandfather's 95th birthday. Um, many of these retailers uh, donated a percentage of their profits for that day to the Hero Initiative. And um, some stores also had kind of like art auctions and other um, kind of birthday events to raise money. And then as well as kind of individual donations that came in. Mm -hmm. And just every year we've kind of expanded it. We've gotten retailers nationwide and we've gotten some from like other countries like France, Argentina, Brazil. And to participate like and every year just keeps growing. And we've like raised kind of more and more money every year, which is I think it's amazing. And I'm just I'm really happy with how it's yeah. progressed so far and it, it's like truly just incredible and definitely something I think uh, that has brought me personally uh, closer to my grandfather since uh, he passed away the year before I was born. Yeah. So I never got a chance to know him personally. So, which is fantastic. I mean, where, I mean, I guess, where did this idea come from for you? I mean, you were, what, 16 when you started it. So what was mm -hmm, your thought correct, process yeah. to be like, you know, as it is, like high school's hard enough, right? And <laughs> you're trying to get into college and you're like, yeah, hey, I'm actually just going to run this organization at the same time. <laughs> what was that like? Well, I know, and like growing up, I always had, um, there was always, we had, some Kirby art around the house. I know in third grade, we had kind of like this project where it's like, oh, we have to like pick a hero, write a report on them, do a presentation. And I ended up picking my grandfather and like writing about his artwork and his accomplishments in the comic book industry. And so he's always been kind of like, definitely like a big presence uh, in our house too. And I wanted to, um, I, I had found out about the Hero Initiative when I was just kind of researching, okay, are there, like, charities in the comic book industry that give back? Because I wanted, I thought that would be the best way to do something to, like, really connect with my grandfather because um, he was always big into charity and trying to uh, give back to others and was always very generous. So I thought doing something of that nature would be, yeah, it's a great way to um, connect with him. And I found... Uh, the Hero Initiative, which is um, pretty uh, unique, it's one of the one of the only uh, charities like that, um, specifically for the comic book industry. I think um, another in the comic book industry is like the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. But uh, I chose uh, the Hero Initiative, and I really think it's um, done a lot in the past uh, few years to really uh, raise money and do what we can to give back to the comic book industry and. Um, the outpouring of support, really, from people that knew my grandfather personally and uh, really want to also give back and support the charity has been amazing. And um, I, I just wanted to kind of connect with my grandfather more and actually kind of do something instead of just, like, passively appreciating um, his artwork and what he's done. You know, I wanted to do something kind of active and, like, really show that, like, we can like give back to people like him that um, gave us all of these wonderful creations and artwork over the years. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it seems like you know it's really important for you to work with 
the the comics artists and creators that are really I think following in the footsteps a lot of them are have followed in the footsteps of what your grandfather created right mm-hmm. you know what, what I mean what do you what do you think that really says about I mean this organization says about his, his legacy like what 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 is your intention there well I know back in um back in the day like some thought like uh the comic books, like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't last, like, they wouldn't, um, continue on to, like, the present day, and, like, um, I'm sure, I think my grandfather was, uh, a big part of that with, um, more of, like, the superhero, uh, creations, too, and then, um, and it's just inspired, uh, so many other artists and creators, um, especially, like, since, uh, my grandfather's creations like continue today and like new comics and they're still coming out and they're still kind of creating and evolving and changing with the times as well which I think is amazing and um, you see there's part of um, part of the Kirby for Heroes campaign is the Wake Up and Draw event which also occurs on August 28th of every year and that is when um, comic book artists they kind of wake up on my grandfather's birthday and then draw a piece of art um, that they're uh, inspired by him and his creations, and then that's auctioned off to raise money for the Hero Initiative. And I know last year alone we had over a hundred artists participate in this, and I've like heard back from so many of them that, and seen so many of their drawings that are either like my grandfather's characters or just like um, other characters, but they're doing, oh, we're doing it in Jack Kirby style or something. So there's like so much of his influence I think has really lasted and um, prevailed to like artists today which I think is just incredible oh yeah people have definitely taken in his artistic philosophy and you know there's a lot of design techniques like you know Kirby Crackle for example Mm -hmm. that people still use which is I mean which is really I mean really incredible um, to to have that kind of influence on on creators Mm -hmm. like what 50 years later Um, (laughs) but so I mean in terms of this auction itself it's coming out it's on august 28th is wake up and draw mm-hmm. but when where can people find information on the auction itself if they want to they want to grab some of these art, art pieces um information on uh, the auction it should be on the hero initiative uh website um also i run a kirby for heroes campaign facebook page uh which you can find me at i normally do um daily um artwork postings or um personal pictures of my grandfather and also updates about the campaign and the wake up and draw auction um once we have uh all the details about the auction should be both on the facebook page and the hero initiative website all the links to um like the auction sign where people can go to uh, get some of this artwork uh, will all be on there. Uh, I also run a Kirby for Heroes Twitter, so you can find me on there as well. <laughs> so, well, well, I know a lot of a lot of people listening right now are probably very curious about, you know, the the, the Kirby, obviously the Kirby legacy, but also, you know, you you guys are essentially comic book royalty to an extent. So, what what was it like growing up? Kirby, did you just try to like ignore it and you're like, Dad, okay, I don't need to hear stories anymore? You know, were you fascinated <laughs> by it? Like, what what was that like for you? Yeah, I had heard so many stories from uh, my dad too. We still have um, 
the original uh, drawing board and tabaret that my grandfather used. Uh, wow, that's in, cool. Uh, too. So that's been um, definitely a big presence, and I've heard definitely a lot of stories. I guess when I was younger, I didn't originally kind of grasp, but kind of like how big, like how big of a deal this really was. And then as I like got older and like appreciated, I was like, wow, like this is this is huge. Like he did right. so much, and um, definitely how like. Um, some pieces that um, I've like just seen it's just like casual it's just like oh dad this is what my grandpa did like kind of just like that was his job but really it was just he always um, really tried to put his family first and do what he could to have um, to get have his family like have the best life that they could um, especially uh, with trying to um, support them and I think yeah my dad told me uh a lot of stories and I know a lot of I think my grandfather's uh life and his younger years um some uh of the comics were um certainly like inspired by that I know um I've heard that my grandfather when he was much younger he was a very short very scrawny kid and then uh my great uncle Dave my grandfather's brother who was a few years younger than my grandfather but definitely a lot taller so in their younger years my grandfather was actually um Protect always protected um, his brother Dave, his super tall brother Dave, because mm-hmm. he was younger, like on the streets and was being really kind of like scrappy, like street fights, and that was almost like Captain America before the serum, like yeah. the original Steve Rogers, you know? And Bucky. The, it's oh, I could do this them. all day. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the original Steve and Bucky. <laughs> that's a I did not know that. That's such a great story. That is yeah, really and just, cool. yeah, there's a. Uh, Definitely a lot of things that um, you can see. And then uh, this, yeah, and his, like, kind of experiences uh, in the war as well kind of reflected in, like, uh, Boy Commandos and other of the comics. And there's just been so much growing up uh, that I've heard. Like, I know I unfortunately did not get any of my grandfather's kind of uh, artistic talent. I'm not, I can, I'm, I'm more of the math and science and technical person but like um luckily another thing i also did not inherit from my grandfather was his driving skills because his brain was always so like filled with like ideas and creating that everyone was like scared when he was driving like he didn't pay like he literally drove up on the curb at one point when trying to pick my dad up from school oh my and my dad God. was like okay should I should I hide should I walk home in the rain like oh my dad's <laughs> on the curb in front of my school I don't know what to do that's like a different but, level of embarrassment <laughs> yeah it's luckily like a, um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed and scared for my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah luckily um, I did not I can drive pretty well I would say but um yeah so good I feel okay, he was definitely kind of in his creative process always in all aspects of his life basically well you know let's actually let's you know with that let's talk a little bit actually about you and how yeah you might not have his artistic skills but um you are going into a field that is also not very I guess common for young women to go into which is biomedical <laughs> engineering which I think is mm-hmm. super awesome um so I mean tell us a little bit about that what what your goals are what you're hoping to do um you know how how you're such a big science nerd how that happened <laughs> well yeah I'm a biomedical engineering major I'm entering my senior year of college right now um I think definitely my uh, my dad he's a 
Uh, he was a science teacher, too, so he definitely imparted uh, kind of the science gene on me. And the math gene, no one knows where that came from, so uh, <laughs> somehow ended up with that. But I think when I was younger, I definitely was inspired in part by some of my grandfather's creations in terms of, like, uh, the technical stuff. And you see kind of a lot of biomedical engineering aspects in his works, like um, Iron Man's, like, artificial heart and um, right. the serum that basically a serum used to make Steve Rogers' Captain America. That's, like, kind of almost genetic engineering. And then there's, like, Bucky's, like, artificial arm. And then there's uh, so much. And just even with engineering, like, the shield hel- helicarrier, like, how did that stay in the sky? Who knows? Like, right. that's all this came from his imagination. And um, for me, in biomedical engineering, in, like, STEM fields in general, there's definitely still kind of, like, want to get more women interested in the field. And a big part of that is trying to reach out to, like, uh, younger women, especially, like, okay, elementary school, middle school, high school level, like, before they get into college to, like, um, show that, yes, um, there are, like, women in the field. This is definitely something you can do, even though it is um, similarly kind of like a male-dominated field right now. But um, there's definitely a lot of um, outreach that um, I have done as part of um, uh, the Society of Women Engineers chapter at my university. And we go to, like, um, have middle school outreach days and Girl Scout outreach days. And we have high schoolers come to our school, and we do all these fun, like, science activities with them and it's really uh inspiring to like see how much fun they're having and like um really teach them about kind of their different career paths and how they can kind of apply their interest in science and math into their future careers and um a couple or no last summer yeah i uh when um, Ant-Man was released, they, um, Marvel had the big uh, Ant-Man Microtech Challenge for, like, these high school girls that were um, interested in STEM fields. And there was these five girls won the challenge. They all did these, like, fantastic projects with, like, kind of computer programming and robotics and, like, all these, like, amazing stuff that I would never have been able to do at that age. Like, I still probably not even at their level. They're, like, geniuses going to do great things but I was their kind of STEM education mentor so I kind of talked to them about like college and future career paths and uh, what they could do and I just thought that was just amazing they're like they were inspiring to me like I was like wow this is um, such a great like advancement they can they got the funds to um like teach um back, go back to their schools and um build programs and teach um other people how they could do the projects that they did which i think is just awesome and outreach is really important uh with women in stem fields as well yeah and you know and that's something and that's something that obviously like we very strongly believe on the women of marvel podcast is that so mm-hmm. much of encouraging um women to come into you know very uh, not non-traditional fields for them is uh just creating that network and that sense of um, uh, outreach and, and community uh, to to encourage really like what natural skill sets that they might have or their natural incl- inclinations and and I think that that for us has has been has has worked at least to encourage a lot more um, you know uh, female readers and and female Marvel fans um, which has increased so much in the five years so I think that's really awesome I mean we have to find a way to get you to start consulting on our comics that means. <laughs> <laughs> give us give us some real science that we can make into fake science. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. I would <laughs> if, if yeah, there's an opportunity, I would do it. The yeah. science knowledge is still definitely still growing, still needs to 
finish up college off. Yeah, no, but, we'll get yeah. there. You, you, you will, <laughs> obviously, you're in the Marvel family, so, um, you know, any, any times you want to do some some commentary, you're more than welcome to. You should actually check out um, our uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur series, which is this young um, uh, nine-year-old girl who is a certified genius. She's actually now the smartest woman in the Marvel Universe. Um, right, yeah. Officially, or actually, sm- smartest person, I should say, in the Marvel Universe. Um, and uh, it's it's such a great adventure, but we are it's it's really about encouraging um, future female scientists. So I think you you yeah. might, you might be you might be into that. No, yeah, I think that's amazing. Especially, I think uh, my grandfather worked on the original like Devil Dinosaur, yes. uh, like Moon Boy, like back in the day too. Yes. And like, I definitely love how like um, some of his original kind of creations and concepts have like evolved um, over time, and really become, I think, like, representative, like, of the world we live in. Like, yes, like, women are smart, and they're in, like, science fields and tech fields, too. And, like, that's, like, really important, especially with the new, like, Iron Man and then Moon Girl and, like, everything. It's I think it's really amazing. Uh, Absolutely. Well, I mean, well, speaking of, you know, comics and and where your grandfather's, you know, his his beginning run, his his foray into, like, Captain America and whatnot, what were you drawn to growing up? Is there any any series, any characters that, that you sort of love the most? Yeah, I always was a big fan of uh, Captain America, too, growing up, and that's always been kind of like a family favorite as well, and um, I, again, was drawn to uh, Thor because of the um, the artistry involved, and I really liked kind of uh, space and like kind of like um, those adventures as well, and the way, like you mentioned, the Kirby Crockle techniques as well, that was really uh, prevalent in like Thor, and then a lot of the uh, technology, too. I know... um, I thought, because Thor, I was really into kind of um, mythology, too, and my um, dad has mentioned that um, Thor is kind of a combination of how, like, um, like Norse gods, like that mythology, but, like, almost like they were acting as, like, medieval knights with, like, kind of the honor and um, mm-hmm. all of, like, those kind of qualities, and I thought that was really uh, cool because I was big into, like, uh, fantasy and sci-fi and um, everything, too. And, yeah, and I've always liked the Fantastic Four as well, like... Um, and uh, my grandfather, actually, um, Susan Storm, now is kind of named after my Aunt Susan as well. So there's a, ah, a big right. connection there. But, um, I've, yeah, I've always liked the stories involved with that. And definitely, um, it's really fun to have a lot of the uh, villains, actually, that he was uh, created to, like Dr. Doom and the Mariner, I've always uh, loved as well. Well... This honestly has been like such an interesting conversation, and I know um, that you also want to remind readers and sorry, remind listeners um, <laughs> as to where they can go if they want to donate to your organization and where they can find you. So, where's that? So, to donate to the Hero Initiative, you can go on the Hero Initiative uh, website under their uh, donate tab, and you can write uh, Kirby for Heroes where it asks for special instructions. Um, I'll also be posting more uh, details on my Facebook page. And there is also a a Kirby for Heroes uh, website, just kirbyforheroes.com, where we have um, kind of basically it's the home. It has all the links to the different uh, social media and, like, kind of articles and, like, who's participating and how to donate there as well. So those are kind of our main uh, avenues, and uh, you can find us there. And... uh, Definitely looking forward to strong show of support on my grandfather's uh, 99th birthday this August 28th. And, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to doing all we can uh, this year to raise money for the Hero Initiative. The goal is $25,000. Uh, 
hope we can do that. We've surpassed our goal of $20,000 last year, so... This year's twenty five. Keep up in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure grandfather would be pretty proud of you right now and you've inherited some some of his great qualities. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And of course, you're always welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast and hopefully um, future fake science consultant <laughs> for comics. Career path, yes. That all, would be yeah, it all comes so together. <laughs> I would love it. All right, Jillian. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been a true pleasure, and hopefully, all of you out there will donate to this incredibly important organization. Uh, and of course, a uh, happy 99th birthday to the great Jack Kirby. Thanks, guys. We will check you later. This is Marvel, your universe. We are, we are, we are. Swing over to marvel.com slash Week for more, including digital comics, stories, and galleries. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, please send us questions or suggestions to womanof at marvel.com or tweet at Marvel with hashtag womanofmarvel. Tune in next week as we return to the Voices of Marvel segment with Kelly Thompson. Also, if you're heading to DragonCon this weekend, look for me as I'll be wandering around taking photos. We'll check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Women of Marvel, we are the women of Marvel, we are the women